I am Evan Knappen, and welcome to Gun Lawyer. Well, I have some interesting things for you. A couple news bits here. Uh, before I get to them, I want to thank our sponsor, the Association of New Jersey Rifle and Pistol Clubs, the number one defender of gun rights in New Jersey, the official NRA affiliate, and they're the folks with the feet on the ground in Trenton, with full-time paid lobbyists, and litigating, litigating these major cases that are going to have direct impact and already have on our gun rights. So I was uh, looking at this and I saw this headline, but it actually is even funnier when you read deeper as to what it is. You know, Biden just recently, he gave a uh, an address to the House Democratic Caucus in Baltimore, Maryland, and it seems that he was snubbed by by more than a dozen Democrat lawmakers who, instead of hearing the president give a speech, they decided to go to a Joni Mitchell concert instead. Now, I say that's a wise choice, actually, for them. And they were joined by a number of other Republicans, including the Speaker of the House and Susan Collins of Maine, etc. And so it, all these legislators decided they're not going to listen to uh, the uh, you know his fraudulency, the uh, senile sock puppet, and uh, see what he has to say. No, instead, they said Joni Mitchell is the place to be. But what I really love, and this is the part they don't emphasize here, is what President Brandon said at his speech to the caucus. And you know what he said there? Guess what, folks? Guess what his his whole theme, his whole push at this hearing was? Well, it's to ban assault firearms, of course. Of course. Biden said he's going to ban assault weapons and high-capacity magazines come hell or high water. Mm-hmm. That's what he's going to do. And guess what? Nobody wants to hear it. Not even the Democrats want to hear it. Nobody wants to hear him. They'd rather go to a Joni Mitchell concert, and I don't blame him because I'd rather do that too. And he's just bloviating continuously over this garbage called assault firearms, assault weapons, which are made up because they're they're just a uh, an anti-gun ploy. We don't even use the term assault weapons. If anything, all these guns are are modern sporting rifles. That's what they are, modern sporting rifles. Because true assault weapons, Sturmgewehrs, as uh, the Germans of the Third Reich uh, created and called them, were fully automatic and semi-automatic. They were select fire. And none of the firearms that Biden's talking about banning are select fire. No, in fact, they're just semi-autos in which this idea, when it was put out from the beginning by Josh Sugarman in the book, uh, his manifesto, Assault Weapons and Their Accessories, he even said the general public will be fooled by this. We can trick them. He admitted it. 
because they won't know the difference between fully automatic and semi-automatic. And he was right. And uh, the media and the politicians go along, and Biden is still harping on this same old saw. But luckily, even less people are listening to him. Now, another thing here that is important for every gun owner to know is that Discover card, the credit card Discover, is now the first credit card to have gun store tracking. That's right. They will track your gun purchases when you use Discover card. In an article here by Larry Keene of National Shooting Sports Foundation, which is also a gun rights group, an important group, and they focus on uh, manufacturing and dealers and such, very important to our rights. In his article from February 23, of, uh, of 23, by the way, it says that Discover Financial Services announced it will begin using the new controversial codes in April. And Reuters reported Discover will be the first credit card company to use specific code for purchases at a firearm retailer. So beware. If you have a uh, Discover card, I would get rid of it. They're obviously part of uh, anti-gun and uh, they... You know, of course, they're putting it out like it's to track illegal sales. You're right. Like that has anything to do with uh, credit card purchases. It's it's it 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 it's just nonsense. I would uh, highly recommend not using your Discover card in any way, particularly regarding firearms. And for that matter, you should think about just getting rid of it because. As these companies go woke, which is really what this is, and they just go extreme left in their propaganda and trying to impose uh, gun control schemes on us through the private sector, we cannot tolerate that. And our response, luckily in a private sector, is we don't have to use them. So this is something to uh, consider. If you're in the market to buy anything at a sporting goods store, think twice about using your Discover card. Well, what I want to talk about today is very important. I want to review the disqualifying disabilities to getting a gun license. In other words, I want you to know how to lose your gun rights in New Jersey. Because if you know how you can lose your gun rights, how you can become a person who is ineligible to have a firearms ID card, a pistol purchase permit, or a carry license, a so-called permit to carry a handgun, they all rely on the same criteria. The criteria is NJS2C58-3C. And that's where the what are called the disabilities are for having guns. And if you fall into any of these, you lose your gun rights. You can't have an ID card, a pistol purchase permit, or a permit to carry a handgun. 
They all rely on this. And so if you're not familiar with what the prohibitors are, you might inadvertently end up uh, being trapped by one of these or more simply out of ignorance because some of these things you may not realize are firearm dis dis uh, disqualifiers in New Jersey. And so knowledge is key. So let's talk about what they are. And let me tell you, under the carry killer bill, the anti-civil rights bill that Murphy passed, he made changes to the disqualifiers and added a number of disqualifiers and other conditions that you need to be aware of as well. Listen to the first disqualifier and look what the changes are. A person shall not be denied a permit, shall not be denied a permit. How about a person shall be granted, but no, no, got to put it in the negative. Unless a person is known in the community in which the person lives, as someone who is engaged in acts or made statements suggesting that the person is likely to engage in conduct other than justified self-defense that would pose a danger to self or others. What the hell does that even mean? Well, I'll tell you what they're going at with that, folks. They're going at your social media. They want to see and look at what you've posted, what you've tweeted, all those kind of things, and see if there's anything in acts or statements. Statements is, you know, freedom of speech, right? Oh, we're going to use that against you, see here. Statements that suggest, the statements don't actually have to say it. They just have to suggest it. Suggest it. What the hell does that mean, suggest it? Whatever a judge decides it's going to mean, right? Suggest that you're likely to engage in conduct that would pose a danger to yourself or others. And what is that danger? Is a danger a serious danger? Or is it just a minor danger? Is it a potential danger? What? They don't say. So here's this broad disqualifier out there to try to focus on anything where you've engaged in acts or made statements where there's a suggestion based on these things that you might pose a danger to yourself or others. So think about that, folks. You better be careful. And granted, it is something that chokes off free speech. If you care about your Second Amendment rights, it seems that you need to limit your First Amendment rights. And uh, I understand we love all our rights, but New Jersey will attempt to use that against you. Use it to stop you from having a firearm. Now, this is being challenged, this broad, vague garbage of a disqualifier. But until it gets knocked out as unconstitutional, you need to be aware of it so you don't fall into its trap. Now, the next disqualifier says to any person who's been convicted of any crime in this state or its felony counterpart in any other state or federal jurisdiction or any disorderly person's offense in this state involving an act of domestic violence. So if you've been convicted of a felony or in New Jersey they're called crimes or 
if you had a disorderly person, which is often thought of as a misdemeanor, for domestic violence. So conviction of felony anywhere in the U.S., you're prohibited. Conviction of disorderly person for domestic violence, you're prohibited. And that also mirrors the federal prohibition of a domestic violence misdemeanor crime, which is also a prohibitor. Next, any person who is presently confined for a mental disorder as a voluntary admission or who is presently involuntary committed to inpatient or outpatient treatment. So if you are in a mental health facility, you can't have a gun. Big surprise. Uh, and be aware that if you're being held in a mental health facility and you apply to get a gun, you will be denied. Okay. There's a real tricky one there, huh? All right. Now, this is where they get into more Jersey special. Any person who suffers from a physical defect or disease, which would make it unsafe for that person to handle firearms, to any person with a substance abuse disorder involving drugs, or to any alcoholic, unless any of the foregoing persons produces a certificate of a medical doctor, treatment provider, or psychiatrist licensed in New Jersey, or other satisfactory proof that the person is no longer suffering from that particular disability in a manner that would interfere or handicap that person in handling of firearms. So the bottom line here is, if you have a physical defect or disease that would make it unsafe for you to handle firearms, or if you have a substance abuse problem, including alcohol or drugs, then the way to overcome these things is with, a, is with medical proofs that you're no longer suffering from them in a way that makes you essentially a danger by, in the handling of firearms. So that is a state disqualifier, something that's not found in the federal law. And you can see how broad and vague it is, so they can get into all kinds of things about you. And uh, it's used, again, to deny and create this system in New Jersey that becomes uh, treacherous for folks, honestly. Next is any person who knowingly falsifies any information on the application form for a handgun purchase permit or firearms ID card. So falsification, which means if you do not give the right answer on the form, that itself is a basis to deny. Even if the answer that you gave, if it had been correct, wouldn't necessarily mean you were disqualified. For example, on the form it asks, you ever been convicted of a disorderly person's offense, any type of offense. They just want to know anything you've been convicted of, even though that wouldn't necessarily bar you if it wasn't domestic violence. But if you say no and you actually had such a conviction, now they can say you falsified and then deny your license. And then not only can they deny you, but falsification itself is a crime, a felony-level offense, which you can also be criminally prosecuted for. So it can be very treacherous. And you have to make sure that you answer these questions correctly because your failure to answer the questions correctly can not only lead to your gun rights being denied, but you facing a criminal prosecution. And we see that all the time. So 
be aware of this. And we've been seeing some agencies that don't even bother to deny the person when they put the wrong answer. They just immediately criminally charge the person. Don't even deny the light. Just please come. You're arrested. You're charged for putting the wrong answer. And they let the courts sort it out later. So be very much aware of false information. You don't want to have any problems. If you have questions about how to answer something, talk to an attorney that understands these firearm applications and questions so that you can be confident in giving the right answer. When we come back, I'm going to continue explaining how you lose your gun rights in New Jersey. For over 30 years, attorney Evan Knappen has seen what rotten laws do to good people. That's why he's dedicated his life to fighting for the rights of America's gun owners. A fearsome courtroom litigator fighting for rights, justice, and freedom. An unrelenting gun rights spokesman tearing away at anti-gun propaganda to expose the truth. Author of six best-selling books on gun rights, including Knappen on Gun Law. A bright orange gun law Bible that sits atop the desk of virtually every lawyer, police chief, firearms dealer, and savvy gun owner. That's what made Evan Knappen America's gun lawyer. Gun laws are designed to make you a criminal. Don't become the innocent victim of a vicious anti-gun legal system. This is the guy you want on your side. Keep his name and number in your wallet and hope you never have to use it. But if you live, work, or travel with a firearm, the deck is already stacked against you. You can find him on the web at evannappen.com or follow the link on the Gun Lawyer resource page. Evan Knappen, America's Gun Lawyer. You're listening to Gun Lawyer with attorney Evan Knappen. Available wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Hey, welcome back, folks. Evan Knappen here. You're listening to Gun Lawyer, a podcast that is free, free for you to listen to, free for you to to subscribe to, so you can get top gun information, gun rights information, etc., to protect yourself and your rights. And also, in that same vein, I want to thank our sponsor, who is the Association of New Jersey Rifle and Pistol Clubs, anjrpc.org. You need to belong to the association. You've heard me tell you this, but it's no joke. And it's not just because they're a sponsor. I've been an active participant in the association for decades, decades, folks, because that is the key group in New Jersey to defending your rights. So I know there's other groups as well. I'm not saying anything to put them down. I'm just saying no matter what, you better belong to your state association. That is mandatory if you believe in your gun rights and protecting them and fighting for them in the toughest battleground state in America, which is New Jersey. You see, the state association has full-time paid lobbyists in Trenton, standing guard, letting us know right away about developments so we can fight and alert members. They're at the forefront of the litigation 
challenging the Carrie Killer anti-civil rights bill with an enormous, fantastic, comprehensive lawsuit brought by my friend and colleague, uh, Dan Schmutter, great attorney. They're there fighting right now on the assault firearm ban that got consolidated with the magazine ban in federal court. And remember, the magazine ban all went up to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court GVR'd that. That's association's case. Sent it back in a, to the court, lower court, to rule in accordance with Bruin. That is a fantastic development, folks. So we're looking really, I'm really cautiously optimistic on the litigation. Plus, the state association is backing our case where we're challenging the very things we're talking about today. We're challenging the public health safety welfare disqualifier, which we're going to get to in a minute, that is unconstitutional, vague, and overbroad, and the association joined in with an amicus brief in that important case. And when you join the association, you're going to get a number of benefits, not only knowing that you're defending gun rights, but you're going to get the ability to get the email alerts, the instant alerts as to what's going on. And on top of that, you're going to get a fantastic newsletter, the best gun rights newsletter printed in the state. So this is something that uh, you will get a lot out of and you'll be on top of what is going on on the front lines of the fight. So please join ANJRPC. Go to ANJRPC.org. Let's continue looking at the disqualifiers here. These are the things that you can lose your gun rights over. There is age restriction in New Jersey. You have to be 18 for a firearm purchaser ID card, and you have to be 21 for a permit to purchase a handgun. You're kind of sure you're aware of the age limitations. So the next uh, disqualifier says, any person where the issuance would not be in the interest of public health, safety, or welfare because the person is found to be lacking in the essential character, temperament necessary to be entrusted with a firearm. There's a whole another line of BS right there. And you can see how vague and broad and ridiculous such a disqualifier is because who's to say what is, the in, what is not in the interest of public health, safety, or welfare even mean? And yet they say because you're found to be lacking the essential character or of temperament. What is the essential character of temperament? Please define that. Necessary to be entrusted with a firearm. Entrusted? It's our rights. It's our rights. I don't get entrusted with my rights. They're my rights. They're your rights. It's not about being entrusted. That's nonsense. These are the rights. And to say you're disqualified from your right because you don't have the essential character of temperament, whatever the hell that means, and it's not in the interest of public health, safety, or welfare, really. Again, undefined, subjective crapola. 
And yet, there it is. And that's why we're fighting it. The association is fighting it. We're trying to get rid of this stuff that is there so that you can subjectively be disenfranchised of your God-given Second Amendment rights, fundamental rights to be armed. It's outrageous and yet another example of how far New Jersey will go in trying to destroy a constitutional right. Next, any person who is subject to a temporary final restraining order under domestic violence, that is correct, that's also a federal disqualifier having a domestic violence restraining order. Any person who has a juvenile was adjudicated delinquent for an offense which, if committed by an adult, would constitute a crime. So New Jersey even looks at juvenile records, juvenile convictions. If you've had a juvenile conviction and that juvenile matter would have been, if charged as an adult, a crime, meaning felony-level offense of, of, of the adult world, then that counts as a disqualifier for you. Now, if you have a juvenile record, if you have an adult criminal record, there are ways to restore your rights, and my firm does a lot of that. It's called expungement. And we can expunge your criminal record, juvenile and adult, assuming you're eligible. And with an expungement, your record is cleared. You're given a clean slate. It's deemed as a matter of law not to have occurred, and it is no longer a per se disqualifier under these disabilities. So it's a way to get your rights restored. If you have a final restraining order that has been upon you, creating a bar under both federal and state law, then in New Jersey, there's a way to get rid of restraining orders by bringing a certain type of action in court to get rid of a restraining order and get rid of the disqualifier that a restraining order places upon you. If you've had a mental health commitment that we're going to get to, there's mental health expungement that you can use to restore your rights there. We do all this type of work in our firm. We call it rights restoration. So if you have a problem, if any of these disqualifiers that we're talking about apply to you or a loved one, give me a call or another attorney that knows gun law, call them, and we can talk about how to restore your rights. It's not necessarily the end of your gun rights, there may be a way of salvaging them, of restoring them, of saving them. Here is an interesting disqualifier, and it's something important to know because they keep it secret until they want to use it against you. I'm not kidding about that. And that's the following. To any person whose firearm is seized, pursuant to the Prevention of Domestic Violence Act, and whose firearm has not been returned, that's right, if you've had a gun seized, pursuant to domestic violence, because it was a restraining order. Even if the restraining order wasn't against you, you're an innocent third party, and your gun got seized, and that gun has not been returned to you, you're a prohibited person. This is why you have guns seized. You must fight to get your guns returned. 
If those guns are not returned, you've just been disenfranchised of your Second Amendment rights. You've just lost your gun rights because you were a sucker and allowed those guns to be sold. You were a sucker and agreed not to have them returned to you because they don't tell you about that disability that I just told you about. They don't warn you and say, oh, if you agree to have your guns sold or you agree to have them go to a third party or you agree to let the state keep them, that you become a disqualified person prohibited from firearms. No, they don't tell you that little fact. But I do. And I want you to know it. So remember to fight for your rights and never give in on a forfeiture. You need to fight it legally and get your property back. Because if you don't, there's a price bigger to pay than the mere property that they're keeping. It costs you your rights. Any person named on the Consolidated Terrorist Watch List maintained by the Terrorist Screening Center, administered by the Federal Bureau of Investigation. So if you're on the terrorist watch list, you're prohibited from firearms. Now, you know how you get on the terrorist watch list? You know how you get on that? I have no freaking clue how you get on that. Nobody does. They don't tell you. That's part of the problem. But if you get on it, you've lost your gun rights. How nice. What a ridiculous disqualifier that is. There's no due process. It's really crazy. But there it is. Any person subject to a ERPO, which is an extreme risk protection order, often called a red flag, although that's not an official name. And a red flag starts out as a TERPO. That's a temporary extreme risk protection order. And then you have a hearing, and then it becomes a FERPO which is a final extreme risk protection. If you're subjected to any type of ERPO, whether it's a TERPO or a FERPO, you're a prohibited person for guns. So you need to fight any of these red flag actions. If you're ever served with a TERPO, this has to be uh, battled in the hearing. Otherwise, you will be given a FERPO, and then that final order not only takes away your guns, takes away your gun rights, but also think about this. It puts you in a database because these FERPOs are database in which your name is on a list where you are declared an extreme risk. Do you really think being on a list Labeling you as an extreme risk is a good idea. Even putting aside guns. That's what happens. Battle it out. Fight. Demand your due process. Any person who's subject to or violated a court order that prohibits custody, control, ownership, purchase, possession, or receipt of a firearm or ammunition pursuant to a temporary protection order. So you have an order and you violate it, then the violation of it, if you're subject to or violated, that becomes a disqualifier. Beware of that. Any person who's subject to is violated a temporary or final restraining order pursuant to the Sexual Assault Survivor Protection Act of 2015. If there's a rape protection order against you, you're prohibited from guns.
to any person who has previously been voluntarily admitted to inpatient treatment or involuntarily committed to inpatient or outpatient treatment unless the court has expunged the person's records. We've talked about this. This was an important change because now whether you've been voluntarily admitted to inpatient or involuntarily admitted to inpatient or outpatient, the only way for you to get your rights back now is by way of getting a mental health expungement. And until such time, you're a prohibited person. So beware of that. You need to clean that up and get a mental health expungement so that you're not uh, disenfranchised of your gun rights. Any person who's subject to an outstanding arrest warrant for a felony. So if you have an arrest warrant out for you for a felony, you're prohibited to getting a gun license. But get a load of this. New Jersey says this doesn't apply to a person who has a warrant out for them for a felony for providing, receiving, assisting, or providing, or receiving, or providing material support for or traveling to obtain reproductive health care services that are permitted in New Jersey. So if you went and illegally got an abortion in another state or illegally provided an abortion, if you're breaking abortion laws and are a uh, and has and have an arrest warrant for a felony, New Jersey wants you to know that you're okay to get a gun. If you're um, providing anything for taking out fetuses, no problem, says New Jersey. Your felony warrant doesn't count. They're exempting folks getting, receiving, traveling, providing for abortions. Yep, that's the exemption. And they also say that if you're a fugitive from justice because you're fleeing a state or federal jurisdiction to avoid prosecution for a crime, other than a crime to avoid giving testimony in a criminal proceeding, okay? So if you're fleeing and you're a fugitive from justice, you're prohibited, except if you're fleeing because you want to avoid giving testimony in a criminal proceeding. It does not, also it does not include being a fugitive from justice. You're on the run. You guessed it. For providing, receiving, assisting, and providing, or receiving, and providing material support for, or traveling to obtain reproductive health services that are permitted in New Jersey. So, if there's an outstanding warrant for a felony, or you're a fugitive from justice for seeking, getting, providing, or helping to get abortions illegally in other jurisdictions, you're good for guns in New Jersey. They exempted you for that. But if it's anybody else, well, you're now disqualified. So as you can see, the d disabilities are wide and varied. 
and are uh, extremely political in nature uh, as well. And that's the flavor for New Jersey. You need to be aware of these things so that you don't become disenfranchised of your gun rights, that you don't get suckered into giving them up, losing them, making mistakes that cost you your rights. Best way to do that is with knowledge. And that's what I want to impart to all my wonderful listeners. This is Evan Knappen reminding you that gun laws don't protect honest citizens from criminals. They protect criminals from honest citizens. Gun Lawyer is a Counterthink Media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. Reach us by emailing evan at gun.lawyer. The information and opinions in this broadcast do not constitute legal advice. Consult a licensed attorney in your state. 